Hello, this is Trisha Schmalhofer with BAM, Badasses, Alchemists, and Mystics. I'll tell you what, we have a true BAM in the studio today. Tara Allgood. Um, she is a badass alchemist mystic. I, Tara, say hello. So hello. I'm so <laughs> glad that you're here. I'm so excited for this because um, we're going to talk about some, you know, quote unquote, out there stuff. Uh, the title is The Multidimensional Earth and the Ascended Human. It almost sounds like a sci-fi movie title, but this is reality right now, folks. So um, I just want to, you know, Tara, I, I met you. Um, it's got to be close to eight. It's, I think it's been like maybe six years ago. Four? Four? Five. Five years. And, you know, she has been such a wonderful mentor to me. Whenever I go to you, Tara, with some, like, dilemma that's, like, out there, you are so good at giving resources. Like, uh, she'll, she'll text links to, like, all these blogs that are a little bit, like, kind of fringe and or... Um, some websites that have like the, all this like really ancient text information and it's just it feeds the the I'm the good at finding the needle in the haystack you, for you. are yeah. and you know I have this sage personality where I love to gain knowledge and and then teach others and so that just really rings true to me so Tara um Tara, it's so good good to have you here. So what do you want to say about yourself for the audience? Um, gosh, I, I don't like talking about myself so much. Um, but you know what was really cool to me what? was listening to that intro music and like having this vision in my head of like these animals and these children and these sort of tribal sort of peoples and, and mm. groups of people sort of like in the ether, in the trees, waiting to kind of come out it was and like to kind that. of approach and to kind of be like, hey, we're coming out and bam, we're in your timeline. Yes. And, and <laughs> you know, we're going to talk, you know, let's just, let's segue into that right now about, and then we'll, we'll go into the, the 12D time matrix. But first, like how we both go through life realizing there's consciousness in everything. Yes. And that we are in this multidimensional reality where we can tap in. It's, it's a really shamanic way of looking at things. But we realize, we can sense when our guides are animals in the etheric or even just in 3D reality that we can touch and feel has a consciousness and is always communicating with us. Everything is a part of the one mind. And, um, you know, the word God uh, you know, source, whatever word you want to use. Um, one thing you know about me, I, I, I don't like labels. Mm -hmm. People get real hung up on words and vocabulary, and half the time you realize there's not even um, a difference in what you're trying to express. It's just that one person has been taught that a particular word means something specific, mm -hmm. and the other person has been taught it means something else. And it's 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 it can be quite limiting when you're sitting there arguing over semantics so the source of your being god goddess mother father god whatever you know divine intelligence i've heard yeah it's the creatrix the, the presence yeah. <laughs> yeah it's all the same vibration so it's all the same vibration and it's all the same mind and everything mm -hmm. we're experiencing is basically made out of light and it's slowed down or sped up to a rate of resonance or we heard we hear the term vibration or frequency thrown around a lot but I think resonance is actually more appropriate so mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. that's really what matter is and um, so we're like we're experiencing matter and we're experiencing separation inside the same mind now the best way to understand this would be like have you ever had a lucid dream where you know you're dreaming? You're like, oh my gosh, I'm in a dream. All right, I'm going to fly. You know, yes. you do something fun because you're in a dream and you know you have the power to. Mm -hmm. So if all of reality, if all of the multiverses were the mind of the one dreamer, Which all of those God. characters might perceive themselves and experience themselves as separate just like you do in your own dream. 
But those other characters in your dream are still you in your mind. Right. Just like you and I are still characters in that same one mind that we know of as God or love or the light consciousness and the love consciousness of God because that's the nature and the essence of our source and the creative the creative intelligence that that spawned the instruction set that created the uh, human container for source light intelligence, which is our DNA. Mm-hmm. So to kind of summarize, you're saying that God is dreaming us. It's a good way to, it's a good way to, um, it's a good way to conceptualize and understand better how one mind could be many people. That's a good example. And yes, it, I do believe the nature of reality is quite dreamlike. That's how I experience it. it so. Yeah, yeah. Especially I find as I, I do my inner work and walk my path, path and, and do uh, my spiritual practices and do feel more expansive and going inward, it is more dreamlike. It is. It's I very mean, liquid, very fluid. Well, and now I feel like the, the layers between the realities are getting, they're lifting because I've been just experiencing and then even with my clients that I'm working with lately we're doing like quantum timeline work like all of a sudden I'm in another body um doing something else in another timeline another lifetime as you as you will but it's happening at the same time now it doesn't mean my consciousness is still here I still know I'm I'm Trisha yes but my my awareness is in another body by location Yes. Sort of, yeah. And I've had a lot of that just this past week. Yeah. Really. It's been really intense. Um, it has. And, and that's the time, that's the fact that there's multiple timelines in flux. And multiple. there's parallel timelines, parallel realities. And we are constantly in a state of collapsing and altering timelines. So part of um, the fun of the ascension journey of waking up and part of the magic that you get to experience when you decide to participate in the process. And I don't mean ritualistic magic. I don't mean... Um, summoning things or anything like that. I mean heart magic. I mean simply stepping into the inheritance that humans and the earth has and was always meant to experience at this time as she rises, as her stellar frequency rises and as we rise up in the universe. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically we're just going to, we're just reclaiming um, our natural state in our natural relationship to mother father god which is like a very beloved child who asks and receives and if you read the bible and read the the teachings of jesus i mean i'm sorry but a lot of what jesus said was right on it's yep. it's in 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 it's it's mystical wisdom is what it is it's spiritual truth and you'll find it you'll find a lot of spiritual truth by a lot of the masters and what we're doing now on the planet is we're having this really um exciting time because of the invent of the internet and communication we can start to compare those notes and we can start to cross these division lines and these illusions of differences and 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 delusions of you know threatening differences between one another's beliefs and uh, begin to overcome those things and start to kind of um, you know see sanity here and recognize a lot of the stuff if you if you look at all of the major uh, spiritual paths all of the ones who lead to good spiritual fruit who who th- which lead to you know peace uh, uh, love compassion empathy the golden rule basically yes. any anything along those lines um you'll find uh, it, the same spiritual truths are being alluded to and um these are the things that are being revealed more and more now at this time uh, because of the necessity of understanding the mysteries what we thought was so profoundly mysterious for so long while we were under the control of these um political and religious organizations and groups of elitists and and families um and and associations who thought that they could use our ignorance and our fear and our genetic memory of psychological trauma from the past racial history memories and the more recent ones to keep us in that sort of control and fear matrix that the religion does a really good job of right i i feel like all of the masters that that started the belief structures uh, that then offshooted into religions. Um, it's like humans took these different, not so different concepts, right? And depending on the region that these masters were in. The cultural and, lens. Yes, and the, the systems that they were in, then the human brain and people in charge kind of took these things to form these structures to contain 
to to induce fear, uh, maybe even harness energy oh, in yeah, a certain still... way. So look at the steeple. What is that? The what? The steeple on a church. Oh, tell me about, about that. that. That's an energy rod. Well, it you got is. all those people like in there. All those people in there singing and praising and their hands in the air, and all that energy is being collected and going up a steeple. That's an energy siphoning system. That's being used in a black magic grid. So, so sacred. So geometry. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, looking at the different shapes, and you'll see like certain shapes throughout history. Right. And that pyramid shape does collect. That's the whole the base kind of brings it in and then harnesses up to the tip. Right. 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 So wherever you see that and it depends too. you know, you have this energy or resonance that you had. I like that word better too, resonance. Um, it depends the intention behind it. Like we all. Gosh, we could just I, right now. I could go off in like a gazillion different ways. So where do we want to go with this? Okay, um, where do we want to go with this? Well, what's the let's, important let's, message let's here? Let's get back to the good stuff, which yes. is let's the go with the earth stuff. changing and let's go there. the restoration of the natural energy systems and the crystalline grids. And those parts of our planet that have been so degraded, that have been implanted, that have been targeted, they have been being restructured, they have been being rebuilt, and they've been coming back online in order to help reconnect consciousness to the higher dimensional realities and higher dimensional timelines and be able to transfer more and more consciousness over to those organic ascending timelines and away from the inorganic AI descending timelines now our ley lines on the earth and our diamagnetic gravity vortex system is a natural part of the mechanics of ascension and our interaction with the universal complex okay so let's take what you just said and we're gonna break it down thank you okay so the multi-dimensional earth yes. let's start there so because they're all of this stuff's happening on all of these different dimensional levels in this compressed space is that correct in, in saying that? Yes. Okay, so let's let's break down um, what this this multidimensional earth structure, what is this 12D time matrix? Okay. What is this? So here would be a really here's here's probably the easiest way to just get a general understanding. So the majority of humanity is living at a second or third D level of consciousness. Um, these levels of consciousness also relate to our chakras and our centers mm -hmm. of energy. As mm -hmm. we develop as human beings, our consciousness develops up these centers of energy in our spine. So once we get up to the third, which is our solar plexus, the center of who we are, it's your identity. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now the next step would be into the heart and the fourth dimension mm -hmm. and that's where the earth has just basically like still trying to plow through. We've got 5D opened up, okay, in certain places, and which is up here. Now, the majority which of is people, throat, right, throat and when we talk 5D. about indigo children, we're talking about people, souls that incarnated on the planet that were born with consciousness in the 6D and their third eye already open and activated. Um, so the reason that they are here is to be like a frequency placeholder, mm -hmm. like a rod or an antenna to help other human beings, um, you know, shift up, basically yes. modulate up and be like, oh, it's okay, you know, and them to comfort and assist with activating the knowledge of that, the understanding of it, and just the very reality of it. Because the reality of it was being shut out, denied, covered up, and they and the controllers are still trying to, even though they know they've lost, even though they know they cannot um, thwart the earth from ascending this time. It is over she's ascending yeah um, it's, they it's, are in their yeah. death rows but they will keep fighting like right this. and so yeah. so going back to the the dimensions and how they correspond to the chakras like the the 3d the third uh okay, dimension okay. is the third so, chakra right so 3d reality is like the physical plane right so the 4d is like the plane right beyond this what a lot of people will refer to as the astral plane or where you dream the 4D is polarized and it is full of holographic inserts of technology, of alien technology, of magical vortexes, is that portals. Our, 
Is that our mental realm, the 4D? No, let's not confuse that because oh. in our body, our body, you have an emotional body, you have a mental body. Okay. Okay. Now there's a mental plane, there's an emotional plane, but this is, you can't put all the models together on top of each okay. other, unfortunately. Um, so looking at it from the more expanded view, you would, it would be like this. We're in a, we're in a, in a, in a dimensional, we're in a system of dimensionalization, which is basically time. We're in a system of time to experience time. You go, you move through space. So dimensions are just spaces in time. All right. Right. And so our body, our consciousness at the mineral and the bone and the nervous system level, and just like the 3d physical, what's going on here along with like, say our, um, our emotions and our thoughts, depending on what our emotions and our thoughts are attuned to, that's going to determine what type of dimensional frequency we're bringing through our mental and or our emotional body. That is something that we, what we attune to is something we can take charge of. That's something yeah, we that's are in control of, yes. of what you listen to, what you take in to, to uh, condition your mind uh, because we there's have a lot all of the power. We have all the power in the world in general. Once we understand uh, these hidden things, at first it can be pretty scary to go from this box of this is what reality is. We have all the answers, and it's this, this, and this, and then to start to unpackage the layers of the onion and realize it is nothing like what we're taught. It, it some people have serious psychological breakdowns and experience spiritual crisis. It's a, a big lot of leap. People. It takes time. It's one step at a time. Mm -hmm. um, I happen to have had a lot of years dedicated to just exploring this stuff. So mm -hmm. for me, it's, you know, I can sit here and rattle it off and jump around, but um, it, I don't want people to think like, you know, it's not that easy at first. Well, <laughs> it takes a little like bit of said, time, but you will get it. You'll get it because you'll start to have personal experiences of there it. There you go. And it will reveal itself to you just like what happened to me simply by having the intention to, I intend to ascend, you intend to ascend this lifetime, mm -hmm. and having a purity of heart, a willingness to work on yourself and to develop good spiritual fruits to love others and to love the earth and the animals and, and mm -hmm. to treat all of creation with compassion and, and care. And, um, are we, do you need to go to break? Um, uh, oh, good. You put the time up, Jesse. <laughs> I was like, where are we? Um, and the thing is when you start talking about this, you lose track of time yeah. anyway, cause you do start to like kind of go into different There's time so matrices. Much to say. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> we will go to a break, but, um, let me now my phone's not ready for this but uh yeah so before we do go to break I want to just feature a badass event that's coming up the Annie Oakley Festival in Palm Bay Florida it's Saturday February 8th 2020 are you serious Yes. Oh, my bestie was in the um, Annie Oakley filming and for Disney just recently here at Satellite oh, High, cool. and they're putting that on the TV this well, week. Well, this is a festival put out <laughs> by Femme Fatale Arms, um, gun store and training, and this is really worth a trip to Florida if you don't live here. There's a SWAT experience where you clear a house with air rifles with the Palm Bay Police Department SWAT team. Uh, there's opportunity to train to shoot all kinds of firearms, including an AR-15, if you just want to feel what that feels like, which is not an assault rifle, by the way. I learned that from Maria Dockery. And um, plus all kinds of other badass experiences being lined up for your entertainment, training, empowerment, training, and fun. This event is created and run by, again, Femme Fatale Arms and Training, Maria Dockery, to support local organizations and charities. Ladiesgunstore.com, phone number 321-327-3790. We'll be back in just a little bit. Hey guys, I'm Steve Vitani, Brevard resident and realtor with Remax Elite. I'm excited to announce my new, very own podcast show, Steve Talks 321. 
We are on Facebook Live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, talking about the most current real estate trends, hot topics, as well as anything along the Space Coast in Brevard County. I'm excited to share all of the latest happenings throughout Brevard County and also to hear from you. Please like this page, Steve Talks 321, and share this page and podcast with your friends. Thanks a lot. I hope to hear from you guys soon. Hey, make sure you check out Space Cowboy Justice Space with Cowboy your Justice. hosts, Space Cowboy Blake Stewart Justice. and Paul Daly. We're going to be talking about interesting legal issues in the entertainment industry and everything geek. If you're into Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, comic books, we're talking about it. Coming at you from the Space Coast Podcast Studios. All right, we're back. It's Tara Allgood and me, Trisha Schmalhofer, with BAM, Badasses, Alchemist, Mystics. We are on a journey through the multidimensional timeline. So we're going to probably get go out there and then try to reel it back in to try to break it down. And uh, so we're going to finish talking about the 12D time matrix. I think we got up to f- the fifth to 5D to the throat. <laughs> That's Getting my phone. Feedback. There we go. Okay. So we're on uh, 5D. We're talking about the throat okay. chakra. So the- right. Okay. So basically, the there's 12 dimensions within the time matrix that we that manifest into dimensionalization to material to materialization. Okay. So what we're looking at when we're looking at the body in and, and uh, is what I had just explained. But what I what I want to explain is that. Those 12 dimensions, it's really 15 because there's three sound fields outside of the 12 dimensions that kind of hold it in place. Um, So it's really five harmonic universes of three dimensions each. So dimensions one, two, and three is HU1. Dimension four, five, and six is HU2. Dimension seven, eight, and nine is harmonic universe three, and so on and so forth. So when we're working on the physical body and developing our emotional and mental mind and, and just evolving past um, seeking pain, I mean, seeking pleasure and avoiding pain, we're working on our consciousness in the first harmonic universe. Well, what ascension is, is it's going beyond that into four, five, and six, and that's where you have to do to, to actually embody your soul. The soul is there. So your emotional and your mental body has to actually go through an alchemical process of, um, in Christianity, you call it being spiritually born again. Mm-hmm. In other paths, you might call it awakening. In Wicca, mm-hmm. you call mm-hmm. it being reveined. I mean, there's all these different words for it, but it's a transformation. It's a change of mind and a change of heart. And it's, it's basically where um, you have a, a fermentation or a conjunction of a higher aspect of yourself and into your lower dimensional body and experience. And that's why people go, oh my God, I had an awakening, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then people can experience things such as what are called Kundalini awakenings. Um, that comes from the Eastern terminology. Um, in Western terminology, you might just say it's your sexual vital energies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's biblical terminology you could go into as well, but it's all symbolic and veiled, but it's there in Revelations. Um, but when that life force energy raises up our central vo- uh, vertical column and into each of our chakra centers, it activates consciousness. It activates awareness of dimensional realities. And then you begin to sense and perceive and higher sensory perception comes online. Now, as you become aware of more of reality, because it's not that the reality it's new, it's that you aren't aware of it. You were walking around with blinders on. You were like a television set that went from channel one to 35, but this is on channel 37. Mm-hmm. So when you have a transformation, a spiritual alchemical transformation, you have a new channel to turn on and you suddenly start to perceive things. Now, this has to happen at a rate that doesn't blow your mind. Well, that was <laughs> going to ask you, how do people raise their kundalini or this energy through the chakras in a safe manner? Is it doing, because some people like that do like those exercises can yeah. actually have a mental break. Oh, you absolutely can. And I don't, and I don't. How do you do it in a natural way? What are some practices? It's really about intention. 
Mm. And the Kundalini rising situation will happen pretty much naturally when you're ready for it. If you if you, you force things like that and opening your third eye, you you may not be spiritually mature enough for it, or may not have had the lessons learned necessary to um, be able to um, you know get around, and you could get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, the astral realm that is full of all sorts of things, soul traps and entities and um, very dark things. And technologies, even anything that exists in the physical realm exists in those realms as well. This is reminding me, I just had a conversation, uh, someone that had a spiritual awakening, um, got clean and sober, started really opening up and all of a sudden her house had, she was getting slapped on the face and hearing like really awful things so is that possibly what happens yes, she is that could have she opened, opened up too in, soon or she participated right. in some sort of activity when, that opened up a portal to something right once she took um I guided her to take uh, sovereignty over her space and yeah. her own body um yeah. she gradually got that gradually passed so she, she did she shift into another space or I guess it's unique you know it just depends yeah, on the, the whole person. thing is unique yeah. and this is a process that, you know, people sometimes, you know, people take many lifetimes to go through. Now we're at a place in history and in the cycles of evolution here and, and how it affects our planet where there's a lot of souls coming in who are already, they've already done this, been there, done that. They're coming here to assist with the earth making this transformation and not failing again because the earth tried several times um, and basically you know fail it's like kind of like a cosmic abortion like the egg didn't take right you know i are i'm feeling like everyone that's really on their spiritual path doing their inner work that's that's doing like planet healing and really tapped into the the ascension process and the shift are feeling that this sense of that this is the time like we are going to do it this time and the time is now to really do your work yes and that's the one thing that's th- that people people might want to know. Well, how do you get to um, a higher dimensional Earth timeline? How do you how do you shift from your reality into a reality that is more magical that is a higher dimensional? It's the work, and what the work is is it's basically just clearing out your crap. Yes, it's the stuff inside of you that stands between you and what what the pure reality is. It's and it truly is. It's our fears. It's mm-hmm. our beliefs. It's our pains. It's our um, fetishes. It's our obsessions. It's our uh, ideas about things and the different uh, tales we're chasing. And it's a, it's a, it takes a long time to, to go through those things one by one and identify them within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's something you continue to do your entire life. But the, the more you strip away at that, the more light and illumination that comes through and the less crazy, chaotic, you know, um, uh, events happen because you know deep inside that that things are in control you're connected to your source you have a deep peace mm-hmm. you've you as you progress and as you pass your little initiations your little life lessons and, and you build in and learn to you know more spiritual energies you begin to use more of your higher sensory perceptions you get tuned in and opened up to more of these things you get shown more things but you have to show you're ready for it you can handle it just like anything else exactly and if you are doing the work looking at your shadow stuff and your fears and the core beliefs is a really big one huge stuff that you got from your ancestors from your mom and dad even um you can even carry core beliefs from timelines and lifetimes where they're just anchored in there and they're not even yours and but yet you're making decisions based on these so it's having the the courage yeah. and the perseverance to do your inner work Oops. and to, I know, we're like banging <laughs> into stuff here um, to um, to discard those to clean them out to yeah. walk through them and then it naturally happens the ascension process naturally it's a lot like happens. that movie with Robin Williams what dreams may come oh yeah that's an interesting movie it really is and you know you can your life can get very um, shifty here. And it's that, and we have to be careful because it's not like, um, it's all about intention. If you go, if you go at this attitude about, oh, I'm going to manifest whatever I want, you know, materialistically, you're going to go down a wrong path. It's not, it doesn't work that way. You will always have what you need. If you look at abundance as the things that you need and you're, com- you know, to be comfortable, to be well taken care of, to get where you want to go, to, you know, 
that's a different attitude than, oh, I'm just in this stuff to try to manifest wealth. The wealth comes from within. Right. And but wealth and richness, um, I just did a program on this and I'm going to have a guest on in December that actually that's her business. But what I realized is richness is not just money. Right. That's a that's a 3D. It's uh, one expression. It's yes. It's a three dimensional representation of of richness and abundance. But it is so much more of like just having this this gratitude and openness and connection with with all of this. For some people, it's just having love at home every day that they've never had that and people who have love all the time in their life they are very wealthy Mm -hmm. compared to a lot of people uh you know you look at people in third worlds i mean look how wealthy even our lower income people must look to them or they have a very information information is wealth yes um the power to heal or regenerate yourself you know there's all sorts of ways that abundance can express it can and if you go into this for the right reason to be of service, to be a part of the light, to be mm-hmm. a part of Ascension Earth. I'm glad you're bringing this to up. To be a part of, you know, mm-hmm. Team Earth, and you, Team Ascension. Then you will experience and you can experience all sorts of really cool stuff like bilocation. Yes. Like psychic phenomena. And it's not weird. You're just kind of going into you it. You get used to it. What, what I've realized is getting in connection with divine minds and yes. divine will. Yes. yes, that's it. Helps me manifest what is correct for me it's not just my ego saying oh yeah I want more money in my bank account but if it's divine will to have more money in my bank account so now I can open a wellness center or now I can give to this organization that's doing wonderful things then it will manifest it's like just ask for what you need you'll get it you know so yes we have to we have to take a second break and before we go to that break um I want to highlight Actually, this is interesting because this is kind of what we were just talking about. It's a uh, badass event that's coming up. Uh, It's a manifesting party uh, by Tasha Chen, the Science of Getting Rich Academy. It's very interesting. (laughs) Um, Where you create your own money manifested board for 2020. There's many locations to choose from. Atlanta, Georgia, Tallahassee, Florida, West Palm Beach, Florida, Melbourne, Florida, Jamaica, they're all going to be hosting these manifesting parties. Um, if you'd like to sign up for this wonderful event or host one in your area, go to Tasha Chen, that's T-A-S-H-A-C-H-E-N dot com backslash party. It is amazing. Uh, she's amazing. Check it out. We'll be back in just a minute. Hey there, this is Jesse Hull, and I want to remind you to tune into Business Elite Brevard Edition. And what we do on Business Elite Brevard Edition is bring to you some of the biggest movers and shakers on the Space Coast. These could be industry leaders, tech innovators, and social influencers. And what we do is kind of bring them on, ask them some of the most relevant questions that you may not know about. And these are people who may not be in the news, but they are making moves behind the scenes. Again, tune in. Business Elite, Brevard Edition. You're listening to Space Coast Podcast, home of the greatest podcasts on the Space Coast. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor or having your own show, Email us at spacecoastpodcast at hotmail.com. Space Coast Podcast. Talk hard. All right, we're back. Tara Allgood and Trisha Schmalhofer with BAM, Badasses, Alchemists, and Mystics. We got some real badassery, alchemy, and mysticism going on here yeah. today. <laughs> Um, so Tara, our, we I see on our Facebook Live we do have some questions. Do you want to take that, or yeah, you want to keep talking about the twelve D? In the essence of just wrapping up what I was saying, because we can talk about this in more depth down the road. I want to yes. I want to reach these people where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, the rest of the time matrix seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. These are the uh, levels where um, 
there's other star systems you might find archetypal beings and your your christed avatar self will be like your 12th dimensional self so these are very lofty mm -hmm. very celestial uh, very divine aspects that belong not just to ourselves as individuals but to the planet herself mm -hmm. yeah and um part of the uh, agenda of keeping planet earth under captivity and control and um, keeping ascension from getting off the ground and keeping humanity as low consciousness slaves who do not evolve had to do with um, interfering with those systems and those processes and those intelligences. So, okay, so we have some people. Hi, Jessica, and hi, Angie. Thank you for being here with us today and for participating. And, um, okay, so these two ladies are basically talking about they've just had an awakening and... Um, what can they what can what can be done right now and angie says is it best to work with a coach uh can meditation alone help with ascension okay so the one of the most important things i think with ascension especially when it comes to coaches teachers and i coach so as a coach i'm saying this you do not need a guru your guru is inside of you if anybody tries to take power over you tell you that they know everything you don't know anything they know better than you who you are or tell you your story <laughs> i can feel the energy oh, coming from like me. that you know we both have had mentors that have been that way so this is something definitely we this share. this is about mm -hmm. freedom and sovereignty and the the benevolent mm -hmm. intelligences assisting our the angels the ets all, all the nature spirits everyone who's here to help us is here to teach us freedom and sovereignty mm -hmm. so if that is not a key principle in what you are being taught and if you are being taught dependence or codependence on someone else's thoughts right big red flag get out of there all you got to do is ask for the right person to show up in your reality and they will. Mm -hmm. And that is the crux of how the magical reality works. You really step out in faith and understand things are coming to you and they're mm -hmm. coming to you in the right time and you don't have to control it and you don't have to always have a plan and you don't have to always know everything. Sometimes you just have to let go and make space and just open be mm -hmm. and just allow whatever is allow. inside you to come Better out. Rest. Like I think Jessica has talked about. Um, going through excess mental baggage. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Keep that positive outlook. It is hard to go through painful mental baggage. Yep. But you have to dump the load because that's your density. When yes. we're talking about ascension, we're talking about rising in vibration and frequency, not just uh, as lip service, but as a very literal thing. You will feel like you are floating. Mm -hmm. Well, and we, with this particular ascension process, we're bringing our bodies and minds with us. Yes. So as we're going through this, so meditation is a good practice, meditation. Angie. Yes. Because yes, that yes. is how you can get in touch with that inner spiritual authority and really know what that discernment of yes or no. You have to learn no. how to quiet your mind. Yes. But working with the mental body of quieting but also taking care of your health and your physical body because it is also going to be vibrating at a higher frequency. Yes. So you're going to be getting off toxins. You're going to be feeling the aches more and pains. alkaline you can get your body, it will assist with the clearing. There will be aches and pains and discomfort with the body uh, during the process at times as you're clearing. There's different methods of self-care that you can use Very to cope important. with that and and you will you'll have to go with the flow and, and roll with the punches but there's the rewards are worth it in the days where you feel like you are just you know on a cloud it, it, it's it's so beautiful and it's so wonderful because it's just like the light in this world is shining and you can feel your connection and um we're taught to believe that we're not supposed to feel that way but the mm -hmm. journal that's what i wanted to say mm -hmm. to these girls journal. your journal start there get your journal Write down your dreams and write down any repeat thoughts or ideas that, that keep coming to you. Write them down. There's something there for you. What you want to start doing is getting to know your own personal language of symbolism because mm -hmm, your soul mm -hmm. is going to talk to you using your intuitive faculty that's right. a lot. And that's going to be through symbols. And so you need to know what your sim what symbols mean to you, what your personal interpretation is, Not and just also what's written in a book somewhere. That too, you you, you look at them both. Yes, right. But, but, but you have your own language. Which one? Yes, yeah. yes. But don't rely on that book to be like, oh, this a cat means this. It's like, what's a cat mean to you, or what's you know? It's both. You'll 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 always um, you'll always get where you need to be when you need to be there. You'll always receive the information that you need when you need to receive it as long as your intentions are clear. 
okay? Mm-hmm. And you are intending to ascend and you are on your path and you're doing your part. You never need to fret or stress about where the next class is gonna come from, the next piece of information, the next teacher, not understanding something because if you don't, it just means you're not meant to in this moment. And not only that, you probably do. You just can't fit it in your conscious mind down here right now at the moment because it's not necessary. So don't stress about it. Mm. We hold so much information in our higher bodies and kind of like random access memory. We download it when we need it. Now, the more you let go of your boxes and your beliefs that that's not possible, the more you'll find that you're doing it all the time and you're getting what you need and it's so simple. And, you know, you don't have to channel other entities to get that information. I don't channel entities. Mm-mm. I don't let other things in my body. Um, I, through the law of correspondence, I can feel here and get very close to them and, you know, exactly. tell you what they're saying. Right. But um, y- your personal sovereignty and your personal space is very important. I think this is something that the uh, Ascension journey, you know, it's a big shift that happened in the 2000s where people started to realize, oh, this channeling thing, this was just one step we need to kind of grow from here and realize how important our personal space is. We're not just opening up and just letting things in. Right, right. I'm just addressing Brenda um, said symbols are all around us. And yes, Brenda, um, we had talked about everything has a consciousness in the outer world, right? And yes, like you will have you will have symbols and guidance, but you what with the ascension process it's it's about also going within and yes. connecting to eventually to that 12d aspect and that's where what's talking to you that's right that's where the communication and the discernment and the deciphering is coming from like i picture if i'm going to be working with guides I, it's my higher self that's working with the guides and giving me the information. Exactly. I always joke exactly. it's my higher self is like my um, bouncer. Right. That's you like know? on my website I say I don't summon, I don't channel. I go directly to Mother, Father, God, my higher self. Yes. And if a certain spirit guide needs to work with me or come in to get the highest good done, then guess what? Then, then hey, Lao Tse shows up in my kitchen or whatever. That's right. Okay? But, I, but I'm not, or whoever, or whoever, whoever it was that came that whoever. source sent, but I'm not the one saying come here now because I don't really see the big no. picture. I'm not personally omnipotent or omnipresent, and I don't know where they're needed right now, and I might not be the priority. That's right. It's pretty assumptive to think Kwan Yin, maybe she's got something better going on right now. Maybe right. she's busy with the Queen Elizabeth. That's right. You yes. know? <laughs> it's true. It's true. So if you have that intention for the greatest good for yourself or that client yes both hopefully. yes well <laughs> hopefully whoever both. if you're reading for yourself or reading for somebody else but it's it's just trusting that you're connecting into to father mother god your highest higher part self. of yourself yeah. and that is where it's coming and that from is your guardian angel your higher mm. self is your holy and guardian angel it's your holy guardian angel it's your guardian angel i see and it that way too people don't always understand that and sometimes there can be like a a rift but that's what we're saying it's your it's your guardian angel it's your higher self it's it's your angel in heaven it's the it's the true you as you are outside this fallen world that you're experiencing right right you know through this through this this dimensional um, matrix and do you see that your your higher self or this this has been is the connection between all of your lives through these timelines this is the monad the, yeah the monad that's what it the monad yeah the monad okay. has about 140 has 144 soul extensions okay so like in this lifetime now like i would be aware of a couple other of my soul extensions walking around and you are know, they walking? The, they're from the same monad. Are they walking though in this timeline in oh, this three yeah. D space? Oh, yeah. see now I didn't. Need, that's working not what on I was talking working about. on similar uh, project. You know, and I, and oh. it's funny because I've never met face to face or anything. Why should we have to? You were spread out for a reason, I suppose. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but if yeah, you were supposed to be together in a cluster, you would be. Yeah. So so that's <laughs> something different. Yeah. So that is a that's soul extensions that are here on this timeline together. Yeah. Um, You're unique individual. Don't get me wrong, but but you up there, you eventually kind of go into collapse into the same over soul, if you will. It's like a like a like a mama of the family. Like okay, like here's the mama soul and here's the little baby souls that, and you're on a string. And okay, well, have fun. I won't forget you. Yeah. So when we got trapped here in 2012, my mama over soul, my you know, comes and says give her back, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. and came and did that with a lot of consciousness. So, okay, so that's that piece of, um, yeah, in the shamanic work that I do, we actually have a physical soul and a mental soul and the, the over soul. So that makes sense to me that there can be individuals that share like an upper 
an upper soul. But now if you're well, gonna, the over soul is individual, but it's even beyond that. It's like a monad source. So over soul. It's like source and then above as source, that monad. As source is trying to delineate into individualization. Okay. It's going to delineate into a monad. It's going to spread out 144 soul extensions. And then the soul extensions are the higher selves. Yes, they have their own oversoul. They have their own. Okay, so then the higher selves. Avatar self. and yeah. Will be operating on different timeline, on different quantum selves or lifetimes? Yes. Okay. The higher self can, okay, so like <laughs> you might have, it's very interesting because the, the laws of the universe are like this. It, it operates, it can seem cold, but it's not. It's actually, it's very loving, but it comes down to energy and conservation of energy. So yeah, there's, there's all sorts of you out there on different timelines and a different dimensional in different time matrixes even possibly. And so if you're, you're, uh, let's say there's 144,000 uh, extensions altogether that this consciousness has, it might go, well, you know what? I need more energy for these 80 over here I'm taking 80 of the, of the ones that aren't doing anything with their life and they're just sucking, they're just vampirizing, they're just not going anywhere and they're just, you know, ill, dying, you know, they're, they're, they're killing themselves. They're degenerate. So just like your body might lose um, a dead cell and, you know, conserve the energy for others, can there you... can be a, 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 something like that where it's like, um, yeah, one version of you has uh, expired and that energy has been transferred to the you here and now who is doing right. your mission and doing this work. And So that's a whole other component of what could be happening in your own physical body is yeah. you have extensions that are dying off. I do, so, I do healing work across like different circles of selves but that's well that's another topic we, we got to go to in one more break okay. and uh before we go though um the last uh thing i want to talk about is a badass event and this is one i'm hosting uh in melbourne florida on 12 14 19 it's at wags and purrs specialty pantry i'm having an animal healing clinic it's going to be free sessions uh, from 12 to 5 and i'll be doing reiki and craniosacral therapy on our furry family members it's if you want to book your spot if you're local or feel like driving a little bit to get here um it's 321-802-3243 if you want to book a spot for that so we'll be back in just a minute Right, all right. This is Doug Monda. This is Karen Monda. And Chris Hadaway. And we're the host of Survive, the new podcast brought to you by the Survive First Foundation, a nonprofit organization assisting first responders and their families in need of mental health support due to the lifestyle of being a first responder. So, Chris, tell us what we're going to have. We're coming to you from retired and active law enforcement officers, as well as their spouses, to discuss the responder life. Don't forget, this is an unedited and raw podcast, so we need your interactive suggestions and advice to help us help others. So find us live on our Survive First Facebook page and join in the conversation, or find us on demand on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere you listen to podcasts from the Space Coast Podcast Network to you. Are you in the market for a new home? Perhaps you need to sell your old home and downsize or relocate. Hey there, my name is Jesse Hall with eXp Realty, and I offer professional real estate services right here on the Space Coast. Give me a call, 321-877-8737 for all of your real estate needs. 
Again, 321-877-8737 for all of your real estate needs. Buy, sell, invest with the best. Find out more at 321-BuySellInvest.com. We're back, Tara Allgood and Trisha Schmalhofer, Bam Badasses Alchemist Mystics. So our last segment, um, we we're talking about all kinds of cool shit here, and I'm um, gonna have to have Tara back so we can keep going. But we want to just touch on uh, something you mentioned earlier is um, the Stargate portals in Earth, and you even mentioned ley lines. So maybe we can just kind of define that, what those so, are. So yeah, so the Earth is, you know, I, I. I compared it kind of like to an ovum earlier, and in a ovum sense, or an egg. Is, yes, yeah. yes. And uh, in the in this uh, womb of a universe, and she interacts with stellar frequencies. Now, if if you look at like a radio telescope, what what is that doing? It's listening for stellar radiation, stellar radio waves, messages from the stars. Mm-hmm. So, if you look at say ancient uh, writings and texts and manuscripts you'll see lots of references to communication with off-planet entities now how are they doing this is this all advanced technology um i don't believe it all is i think that it was their multi-dimensionality and that some of their a lot of their technology was really just geared toward amplifying that and um and keeping those connections and some of those connections are made um in ways that i don't Particularly, I'm not an expert at understanding these things because science isn't my my forte. But um, basically, the ley lines, the electromagnetic grids, and the diamagnetic gravity vortices, as well as the stargates, and the, there's portals in the cosmos that stellar energies and cosmic energies come through and basically seed, fertilize the Earth, fertilize those um, those ley lines and our consciousness from different stars, from different parts of the universe. And so there's an organic way that the earth is meant to sit and align and connect in with the universe and receive these energies. And we're Mm -hmm. supposed to all be a part of this cycle. Now the earth is like, there's a lot of uh, speculation that the earth is at some sort of organic tilt because of some technological alien technological interference. And that this was part of the attempt to hijack the ascension and to um, control the stargates because earth is a stargate it does have a, a stargate system um, there's a war to control it because you can basically access multi-dimensional locations and other uh, constellations other places in the universe from earth from within the earth and from these stargates so when I've done a meditation going to the core, I, I picked up on one of these. But as where are they on land in certain places? Do they Truly, move around? Or? Yes. I mean, there's maps, okay? And, and you can say, and they they basically correspond to the diamatic, diamagnetic gravity vortices from, from what I've seen. But um, yes, there's locations where the Earth's, you know, uh, th- those stargates exist in, in, in are referred to. But in all reality, the stargates within you are what matter because that's what accesses them. You can't go, it, does, it might as well not exist if your stargates aren't active within you. You have to be the stargate, basically to go through the stargate. <laughs> so what's happening on the Earth is also in our body. Yes, yes, okay. and the Earth is, it's it. it, it in our body have a lot in common the ley lines we have our meridian lines Mm -hmm. so when we talk about doing meditation talk about doing energy work even even as important as meditation is learning to maintain your energy field to become aware of your energy lines and your meridians and your channels to be able to look into them and know if something's stuck in them clogging them blocking Mm -hmm. them pull it out Mm -hmm. get it cleared up and get yourself sealed and connect the different dimensional pieces of your intelligence, your consciousness. And that might be partly a stellar light coming mm. from these stargates. 
And if someone's like, well, how do I do that? You use your imagination and you have that intention and you travel through your body in whatever way you want and you see what does it look like? Oh, a bunch of muck that's Pretty much, clogged yeah. up or is it a bunch of twigs that are there? It's whatever your imagination wants to visualize. Right. And, and when you start out, even if you don't see anything, you just intend and yes. you imagine. And then what happens is the more clear you get and as your higher sensory perception opens up, they come online to such a degree that it becomes almost like a movie projector playing it in light. You're not imagining anymore and it's just doing it. Yes. So you just have to kind of um, just uh, act as if mm-hmm. for a time. Mm-hmm. And then once your consciousness and in your neurology and your adrenal system has been upgraded to that level where it can come online and be activated, you will be. And you just trust what you know and what you see. And as far as, you know, getting messages, getting um, intuition, getting guidance every day and knowing who to trust and where to look, the whole thing is ultimately always going to come back to being in a state of peace and centeredness and um, Mm -hmm. in a state of grace and, and surrender, basically, when it comes to manifestation and magic. So the more you struggle and the more you strive to achieve these things, the more you're missing the mark and That's missing right. the point. That's right. It's let it go. It's supposed to be fun and magical. It is. You know, yes, you have to work through the muck and some like shadowy, fearful stuff, but that's not where you're supposed to hang out. You know, it's supposed to you be can't fun hang out, and but discovery. you can't be scared of it either. No, you, you gotta go through yeah, it. You, you have got to go through it. You that's to how be. you're gonna get to a higher a higher if resonance. you go up you're gonna go down too it's or in it's, and out it's a sphere same so same so um let's see there was something that just popped in and now it's gone we have a few minutes is there anything you want to touch on a little further about stargates in the body on the earth um i think that what's really important with the with with ascension healing is understanding that the basics of what you're trying to do is basically just reclaim your biological template the way it was originally intended to be. You're going to discover, you know, how to take care of yourself and experience kicking that biological process on. And it's also going to kickstart a awareness of multidimensionality that you hadn't had before. And, and sometimes that can be um, quite a challenge when you're juggling like a job and 3D life and the kids mm-hmm. and a relationship. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, but the star visitors are here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Someone's in my bedroom. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah. And, and yeah. the whole thing is don't freak out. Mm-hmm. Don't expect other people to understand where you're coming from or believe you. Cause it'll just hurt your feelings and, and, and you'll just, you'll take it in the confidence. Don't do that. It's about peace and balance, about finding balance. How do I balance this experience? And what I want to say, because we only have a little bit of time, is find a community of people that don't think it's weird. Because yeah. there are people <laughs> yes. like us out there that, that will that can talk about this. So find that community or tribe, because I feel like that's important Very right now. Very important. And um, also use your inner discernment. If something does come into your house, that inner, do I need to get this thing out of here? Or is this like something that I need to learn from or talk to? Or is it and friend or foe? And friend dis- or foe. Yes. That's what I, I say. And discernment, you know, there's always a temptation in this arena to want to know more and know more and know more about ascension, multidimensionality and the alien races and, and mm-hmm. interdimensionals and this and that and the stargates and, and the, the quantum mechanics of ascension. And all of those things are fuel for your mega mental matrix. And your mega mental matrix has nothing to do with your ascension mm-hmm. because your higher mind, when that comes in with information, you just know. Right. You just know. You will see, perceive, receive, whatever. You do not need to go running around in mental um circles that uh, actually, on anything that actually impedes your ascension it does. process because it, it, does. it feeds the ego if you're mind. yes if you're doing that with something you gotta let it go say to your higher self i would like the truth on this i'm gonna set it aside until it comes back to me yes and it will and it will it if will. it's meant to so and i wanted to say tara and i are doing a class here in melbourne on discernment yep. um this coming thursday actually and this is our first one so we might be doing more of these um, it's at the Spiritualist Chapel of Melbourne uh, this coming Thursday, November 21st, 630 to 830. And that's on 1924 Melody Lane in Melbourne. So if you want to learn 
how to access that inner discernment on our in the area come on Thursday evening. And um, so, Tara, before we check off, what how can people get in touch with you if they want to book a session or okay. basically my read your blog, my email, yeah, um, or YouTube. I channel? have a YouTube channel. It's called Stellar Tara, and my uh, email is Stellar Perspectives. That's perspectives, plural, two L's and stellar, stellarperspectives at gmail.com. You can look at my Facebook page, which is also called Stellar Perspectives, or you can go to my website. You can find more about my story and see some of my videos there. And that website is www.mystellarearthlife.space. Um, if you are interested in a session, one-on-one coaching or um, interviewing me, please send me an email. Let me know, especially if you would like a reading or a session or a healing. I want you to send me an email. Tell me what it is you're trying to achieve and what you'd like to receive from me, how much you'd like to pay for it. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll get back to you with my schedule when I can work you in. And we'll take it from there. Good. The 5D way of doing business. What can you afford to pay? I like that. What do you feel good about paying? Because then I know what is it worth it to you and where you're at. and, And also that way if somebody doesn't have much money, you know, and, and they say, I really am in a bad place and I can tell, you know, I can sense they're being sincere, but they need yeah. this. Yeah. You know, that's okay. They might come back to me down the road and do a donation that helps somebody else get something for free. And meanwhile, somebody who has a lot of money might overpay me that's right. to assist. It balances you know? out. Right. Yeah. So that's what it's about. Say what your, do you feel good about? Say your email one more time before we... My email is stellar, S-T-E-L-L-A-R, perspectives. P-E-R-S-P-E-C-T-I-V-E-S at gmail.com. And Angie, I do see your comment. We'll, we'll answer that on Facebook, okay? Thank you, everybody. My uh, The BAM email is bamcommunity11 at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. And we will see you next time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Trish. Yay. Yay.